ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts, the golden opportunity and adventure begins, comics, games, and more, proudly bring to you the reigning, undisputed radio tag team champions of the world. <laughs> the undisputed tag team champions of the galaxy. Oh, man, you hit the high note on that one. I, yeah. Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. You can't see it, but on the boards that I'm running right now, because it's just you and me, yeah. you made like a perfect cone. I am perfect. When you, when you, it was really funny looking. I am perfect. That's that's pretty accurate. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. He's Corey DLG. Woo. You're, you're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. It's the Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Check us out at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Click that thumbs up. Give us the like. Follow us. See what's going on in the world of NerdThug. As you just heard, we are now the tag team champions of the galaxy. Wow. Did the I entire galaxy. I don't remember beating someone. That's why I'm perfect. I did it oh, for okay. us. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I did it for us. Then nailed it. I nailed it. Yeah, I can't I argue did that. Nail that. That's that's what I've been doing this week. Okay. I, uh, tackled the galaxy. It was a long <laughs> it was a long quest. <laughs> um, I came to get you, but they said no full beards allowed. Oh man. So I had to do I had to shave mine off and go goatee only. Uh, carried both belts, and I went planet to planet, just beating their best. Oh, okay. And by yourself? By myself. You know what? This story sounds completely believable. It I is. I think it happened. Gravity is weird on other planets. I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? I felt like John Carter of Mars. I was about to say, all of a sudden, you're just leaping like 40 yeah, feet I was like, in the air. I was like, I've never run this fast <laughs> in my life. Super punch engage. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Does that mean they're all just like really light boned because like yeah. we're floating? And oh, they're all... man. So you just fought a bunch of bird people. Super kicks and it was over with. Oh, man. The toughest one, though, was Venus. Yeah? Yeah. Those women there oh. are insane. They're like the, the home species. They look attractive. Yeah. But they will turn into a monster in a heartbeat. So so they're women. Yeah. No, I, just, that's, I used that's, my charm and won that one. Not, I didn't even have to hit them. I that's didn't. not. <laughs> I charmed them. I charmed them down. Well, I don't think I don't think domestic violence is on the comedy list anymore. I didn't have to. We're talking about Venus aliens. I don't. So you don't live with them, right? Okay. So it's not. This is intergender matches for the belts. Intergender matches. You are correct, These, sir. This is a totally legitimate line of thought. It is, and so I got them, and I didn't <laughs> even have to. I didn't even have to touch them. I just used that savage charm, and they said, "You know what? Here." Take our belts. You know what's interesting? A lot of people say that you, no one has ever said to me that you're charming. I just uh, need you to know I that. Have, yeah, but you don't really talk to the people I talk to. That's fair. You know what? <laughs> that, that You may I be right about that. <laughs> I've been pretty successful in my line of work. And That's true. Because of my good looks. You are an excellent salesman. That's it's fair. all in the charm. Also, I'm an excellent tag team champion. It turns out. Turns out. We are tag team champions. But are you an excellent oh, one if you didn't tag your partner once? Uh, well, you couldn't make it. So how great of a partner are you? All right, that's fair. Yeah. All right, okay. So, okay. I mean, so whenever you know, whenever things get rough. Well, look, I was a good busy, apparently as a, as a good champion. You <laughs> just throw your team on your back and you do it yourself. <laughs> okay, fair the enough. Michael Jordan of this. Oh, yeah. I don't. I mean, oh, that got. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You feel me? Uh, comment. Uh, you don't have to make a comment. All right, I'm gonna totally pass. Up to you. Yeah, you should pass. hard pass on that. Since one. you couldn't make it this week in the galaxy, <laughs> you should pass. Hard pass on that. Um, hard pass, hard pass. Anywho, I'm I'm done. All right, that's the whole show. That's it. It's <sighs> over. I'm exhausted. I mean, space travel is not fun. Uh, you really could have gone with like a boy or my arms tired. They're you know not, what I'm though. saying? Like, like, but they're not. like you f- like flapped them. Oh like, no, I didn't flap them. Like boy or my arms. I was in a spaceship. Like, boy, my arms are tired. No, I was in a spaceship, but it was just tiring. Oh. It was like me, Seth MacFarlane, Jason Momoa. Oh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he he flew it. Okay. And then Momoa was there because, like... Yeah, why not? He was used to being stuck in an elevator, and so he's like, well, space That's is true. Like do you want to Do you want to do this? Yeah. What, okay, what let's happened? do it. So he, he got stuck in an elevator for two hours? How awful is that? Now... Have uh, you ever been stuck in an elevator, like... No, but it is a real fear of mine. Not that, not like a like a I'm gonna die fear, but like I just wouldn't want to be stuck in an elevator. I I'm a guy who needs a lot of stimulus. Like I I need things to do. Well, I'm just not a fan of elevator music, so being stuck there would really okay. Really you know what's you know what's weird is I don't think I've ever heard like what they actually consider elevator. You know, because now We've it's like a genre one. of music. Yeah, I've only got one ear. That's you know I can't argue that either. Ah, see, nailing it. I guess we're just going to list all the things I can't do today. We'll get to what you can do here <laughs> later. Yeah, my segment five, we'll get to Oh, my segment five? Um, yeah. So, I, 
first of all, it's a little weird that it's news, right? Like, like someone's such an important person that well, like that there's nothing going on in the world of pop man. culture right now. That's news. I mean, yeah, it must be the slow news day in order to get Jason Momoa in the elevator for two hours to be. It. Yeah. I literally was like, because you're right. I was looking for stuff for the show too, and I was like, Google pop culture. And like that was on the front of the popculture.com right. website. I'm like, oh, well, okay. You know it's bad. Like, So I use some internet places to find the news. Yeah. And you know it's bad when they're making stretches on creating lists. Like, yeah. the 10 best primates in DC Universe. Like, that's what we're going with today? Mm, that's real. Uh, that's, you, that's when you know it's slow. By the way, that's the next segment. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> um, well, I guess let's do this. Let's play the dumb radio game here. Oh, I like dumb. What? Okay, so you're trapped in an elevator. Okay. Uh, for a decent length of time. Let's. Jason Momoa was trapped for two hours. Let's call it two hours. Okay, two hours. Two hours. What comic book character would you want to be trapped in an so, elevator with? Real or fake? I mean, a comic book character. Yeah, so real yeah. or fake? I, I, <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. Perhaps you could explain to me what you're looking for. What comic book character would I want to be stuck? In an elevator with for two hours, and, and and in a social setting, as in there's no way they can fix it for you. It's Superman's elevator; it's broke. There's no way you can get out. The superhero is not going to be able to fix it. Yeah, so if you you're like, oh, so we can't get out. Period. Right? Yeah, you're trapped in the elevator. Ooh, that's a tough one, but not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like, my mind says, what's the hottest female superhero that you can think of to be trapped with? But then my mind races, and it keeps coming back to one specific person. Okay. Who we got? We Huey. <laughs> we Huey. From the boys. Okay. All right. I don't know why, but... He like, seems really whiny, though. Yeah, but I mean, I don't have to worry about, like, if he wants to go raging out. Like, I can take him. For <laughs> sure. Um, and I'm sure he's got some stories that he could tell. Like, okay. Some, right. like, real-life relating stories and it'd be like talking to Simon Pegg. So you're getting like the best for of both worlds. Okay. All it's right. It's like a movie star and, and a, an actor and a comic okay. book character all, right, all okay. in one. He's got to be wearing the black coat though. I, I want to say. All right. Okay. To make it believable. What about you? Um, but what, are, what other human has slept with a, a regular human and a superhero? That's true. If you haven't watched the boys on Amazon, you need to get on that. Yeah. Um, man, that's a good point. Yeah. What about um, you? What superhero? Yeah, you have to think of a superhero. I th- they can't get you out of it. I don't know. Right, if I right. That. <laughs> thank, You're in Superman thank the you. Elevator. Um, this is called Stall Tactic. You asked I me know. this question. I know. And you didn't even have your answer. Like, I've got the next one. I've been thinking about an answer, but, like, I haven't I've settled got, on it. I've got the next one, and I already know my answer. All right, if, I was, if it was just to be, like... Hanging out. Just a crappy guy, just something to stare at and just be awful about it, it would be, like, the White Queen. Really? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be something to look at. But like, if I if I, you know what, you know what I'm gonna say here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the beast. The beast? Because I bet he's got some funny stories or things he could tell. Be like you're looking in the mirror. Yeah, two two hairy guys just hanging out. Yeah. Okay. The beast. All right. So trapped in an elevator. Okay. Historical figure. Historical figure. Yeah. Um. Gotta be one. I'm going to go Nikolai Tesla. Nikolai Tesla. Okay. I feel like he would be an interesting guy. Now, I might be totally wrong, and he's actually just like bat nuts crazy, he and I regret is. every second of it. Yeah. It's like worst two hours of my life, but it might be like awesome. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. Who, gonna, who do you have? Benjamin Franklin. You know, apparently he was a bit of a party guy. So right. Like, I so mean, you never know what he's got up those coattails. Okay. All right. Um, plus, I'm going to write down every bit of knowledge. Yeah. Plus, I mean, how cool would it be to talk to somebody who's like, a big part of America, but was like never president. Like he was never the man. Yeah, it is a little like weird. The but man he, but behind he, the man. How do you think strings. he wound up on the hundred dollar bill? Like he, of all people, right? That's a good question, right? But that's he wouldn't be I able gotta, to answer that. That's I mean, what I gotta find. He, well, he was you could dead. probably find out like what he did and why he was so important. And then you could figure that out on your own. It'd be like uh, it'd be like the next National Treasure movie. <laughs> Me stuck in an elevator with Ben Benjamin Franklin. Okay. Uh... Hit me, with, hit me with another one. Come on. Celebrity. Any celebrity. Any celebrity. Like athlete, anybody. Uh, Let's just do celebrity, then we'll do athlete. All right, so just celebrity. Are wrestlers considered athletes or celebrities? Um, For this, we'll go they're, uh, they're athletes. So they're athletes, so I can't yeah. go that one. So right. any celebrity. Celebrity. Um, any celebrity. Uh, dead or alive? 
Let's go alive. Uh, Jared Leto. Okay. So I was real quick on that. I, I feel like that would be a really pretentious elevator ride. He, for all what I've heard, is just a weird dude. I, you know... Um, I've talked to him one time in my life. Really? Yeah. Um, Zach Attack, friend of the show... Who's uh, MIA, if you're here, yeah. you're, you're alive, please send us a message. Oh, I actually, I talked to him the other day. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Zach Attack mentioned, so he was he used to write for the paper at his college. Yep. I don't know if he's ever said, so I don't I won't say for him. Um when he was in school and he they would they would get on these big pressers so like when celebrities are doing like two dollar two two dollar bill tours and stuff like yeah, that yeah, back yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. they would do these pressers with a bunch of colleges and you know, obviously it's to drum up support and all that sure um so he'd be on the phone with like nine of the colleges in his area with the celebrity at once and so the press like the press relations person would come on first and for Jared Leto the deal was like. Don't talk about anything other than 30 Seconds to Mars. This is a 30 Seconds to Mars Jared Leto interview. Do not talk about his acting, and do not talk about... Because uh, at that point, I think he would... Uh, if his, if when Zach was in college... This is like... 2003, 4, 5? This is like the f- first and second 30 Seconds to Mars album. Th- that, like, so when was Zach big. was in college, so that's yeah. 2002, 2006 is my guess, right? Uh, yeah. The same, yeah. same as us. Yeah. So that would have been after Fight Club and after... Whatever that TV show he was on, yeah, the one that everybody Before. with Claire Danes, yeah, yes, he was already an actor at this point. Like he, yeah, yeah, he'd already been in movies. Like, did he do Requiem for a Dream by that point? I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Requiem is late nineties, I think. Yeah, so I, um, I uh, in college, I had some friends who were in a band and called Spaceman Spiff, uh, pretty cool band. But anyways, they were opening for Thirty Seconds to Mars in this small little venue, yeah, in uh, downtown Dallas. And so one of the chicks we were with. Love whatever that show that TV show. Ah, is. I'm blanking on what my so called life. My so called life. Yeah. And so we we got we're backstage and like he had walked through the crowd at one point and that was like after Fight Club so his like hair was long so like the tips were like the bleach blonde yeah from Fight Club yeah. but he had like a hoodie and like finger glove sleeves on. <laughs> so you know, I was like, dude, there there he is right there and she's like freaking out and then we went backstage to see our friends. He was there. I think it was more like a head nod. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Awesome show. Yeah. And that was like it. That was but. It. You did talk to him. I did say hi. Yeah. But yeah, apparently he doesn't do the... He only wants like... Eh. We know he bought like a whole hangar out in like New Mexico. He bought like a an Air Force base or a shutdown uh, pilot thing or whatever. Having been in one of those, it's really cool. He bought like an airport or an old Air Force base, something in New Mexico or Arizona. One of the two, I don't remember. And he bought it, and that's where he lives, and he just turned it into like... You could do a lot with those things. I've been in one that's been... That was, day, yeah. Ranch day... Uh, I've been in one that's been that was converted into like one part garage, one part uh, house. Yeah, and it was it was awesome. And like the garage thing was all themed out in like nineteen sixties, oh, cool. like diner and all that. And that's then cool. cars. It had a bunch of like the Coca Cola classic vintage stuff. It was a really nice looking place. All right, so we have to get to your celebrity and then our athletes, and then we'll we'll go to break. So who's your celebrity? My celebrity is I'm gonna cheat here because he's no longer an athlete. The Rock. No, it's oh, so he's a celebrity. Yeah, you know the Rock, man. Would you ask him to like rock bottom you? Oh, for sure. Can you people elbow me, please? Yeah, can you please? Like, I know we've got four feet to work with here. And then sing me the Moana song. (laughs) I know the words to that. I don't like to admit that, but I do. Yeah, I know you do. Um, And then my athlete, LeBron James. LeBron James? LeBron James. Man, he posted a picture this week of his wife on Instagram. He's a lucky dude. Since high school. Lucky dude. They are. Faithful, lucky dude. Well, faithful when it comes to his chick, not so much basketball. But (laughs) lucky. Well, let's put it this way. He's never been caught. True. Which, I mean, maybe... I hear a lot of the basketball players essentially just make arrangements like with their significant others. It's like, listen, I'm on the road like four she months. she travel with him a lot, though. But still. She I mean, might. At this point, they've been married so long she probably does. Yeah. But I'm sure there was some time in the beginning where he was like, oh, I can't reach my phone. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was still too young. It's like <laughs> 18 in the league. 18 with a $50 million Nike contract. You think he couldn't find somebody who liked him? Maybe he didn't need to. Man, I, you know, some people are faithful. That's fair. You know what? He could be the one. Charlotte Flair. Hands down, my faith is out the window. When okay, this happens. that's true. Uh, Alexa Bliss, then. Oh, now you're gonna change it? That's my F. Oh, no, my Le- wrestler. You yeah, can't you're have right. two. You can't have twosies. Just one. Pick now. Okay, well, the, I'll go gonna, Bliss. Ah, that's a good idea. It All is. right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, let's talk about this Joker movie that's about to come out. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> Thank you. 
The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, yeah. Before we jump off into the next bit, let me tell you about my friend, the Nerd Ninja at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. As the leader of ATA here in North Houston, he now has three, three, three locations. The Woodlands, Conroe, and Magnolia. So if you're listening to this radio show, there is an opportunity for you to train in the art of Taekwondo close by you king they, of the north y'all king of the north bro they've got uh, programs for the toddlers they got programs for the school age kids for your teenagers young adults middle adults old adults even all you out in the galaxy that i just kicked your butt they've yeah, got they a spot it. uh for you they teach self-defense taekwondo tai chi um some active shooter stuff they got all kinds of stuff that programs they run out of there all courtesy of the Nerd Ninja, Mr. Cox and Cox ATA Martial Arts. Because here, we teach life skills, we build leaders, and we leave a legacy. I'm so perfect. Look at you, man. I'm proud of you. Well, there's only one way to be perfect. Uh, don't make a mistake. Oh, so, okay. That, that, um, you know what? That actually makes sense. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of do that. So <laughs> I'm perfect. Uh, so the Joker. There's a new Joker movie coming out in October. So we're about a month away. And uh, your thoughts? Uh I don't care about this movie at all. Really? Yeah. Not one. Not one iota. Not even one? No. What about two? No. Like zero percent. Zero percent. And I know like that's the worst position to take in a situation where like it's literally our jobs to talk about these things. It is? I don't care. Well, we're about to talk about it for I the know, next nine, I know. nine yeah, and a half minutes, eight and a half, whatever is left in this segment. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you five reasons why I'm excited about it. And five reasons why I'm not excited about it. And then you're going to elaborate. You okay. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. So one of the reasons I am excited about this Joker movie is Joaquin Phoenix is an incredible, incredible actor. If anybody can pull it off, it's got to be Joaquin. Let me just look into his name. Yeah, no, Joaquin. He, he, is, he is a great actor, but he also has taken on some roles sometimes where things just get weird. There's been a couple of movies where he's like really uncomfortable to watch. Um, the movie Her, where he's in love with the phone. I haven't seen it all the way through. I've but seen like, the whole thing, and it is a great movie. But do, isn't there like a, some weird, awkward love scene between the two of them? Yeah, but he's so good at it. Like, like it looks believable. D- does it? It does. All right. In a future, you know, really reality, <laughs> I could see that happening. I, Have you ever seen the movie Lars and the Real Girl? Uh, yeah, with a uh, um. That guy, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Gosling. There it is. Same concept almost. Yeah, but you know it's weird though. But it's based. It, it's sort of just based different. Now that I'm talking, you know what's weird? Yeah. Have you seen the new Blade Runner? Yes, it's featuring Ryan Gosling and his love interest. Yeah, the computer girl, and then she like puts herself over right? the prostitute. And then he's in Lars and the real girl. He just got girl problems, man. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but Ryan Gosling ain't one. No, I mean that guy's. A, he's doing okay. I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Every time he's I got s- fake girls, he's got digital girls. So Maybe like, Joaquin Phoenix is talking to him. Yeah, he really should. Uh, I like to watch those Graham Norton interviews. You know where they get all the celebrities on the couch and they're no. they're drinking a little bit. And Graham, never it's, seen one. It's a British show, but it's got like really the it's probably the best talk show for people to talk like the celebrities. Okay, uh, because they get a couple drinks in them, I think, in the green room, and then they're like, "Come on out, let's talk." Um, and Ryan Gosling has been on there a couple times for different movies. He seems like a really smooth cat, like. Like, he's, like, a very low-key, like, oh, I don't know that I'd say that. Kind of like, 
I bet the guy does. Like aside from just being a like an attractive man of Hollywood, does hard drugs. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's so. not what I was getting at at all. So one of the reasons I am worried about this movie is that it looks terrible. No, I mean they're playing this up to be you know the Joker, but we've already had like one guy blow this Joker character out of the water. Correct. In a movie. Correct. How do you top that? <sighs> Heath Ledger was. Without a doubt, it was the best performance of a comic book villain. Without a doubt, I, that I've ever that I, I there's no one else to even compare. Um, Kingpin was pretty good. It's not even close though to what good. Ledger did True. in that movie. Um, but it hasn't. It didn't stop Jared Leto from taking it. It didn't stop. Nope. I mean, it won't stop the next guy from being nope. whoever. You know, I mean, you're right. There was already been the perfect Joker, but they're gonna keep doing this. True. True. Uh, also excited that it is the first ever Joker movie. Pretty neat. Is I mean, it? I mean, how think about how big of a villain he is in the comic books. Yeah, he's but he's never... his own movie. I think there might have been a couple of miniseries here and there where he was like the solo star of. But essentially, like the Joker doesn't work without that foil of someone who... Like, if he's just running around creating chaos, that's not really a story so much as just carnage. Like Which it's, brings me to my next point, being worried there's no Batman. Right. Like, How what can this What can this story realistically be about? True. Very true. I mean... But, excited, at least it's rated R. So, so there's going to be some boobies? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you excited about that? Because yep. Okay. Yep, right. exactly. I mean... <laughs> I Maybe they can do some of the like grotesque killing stuff. That's the, like eh, that's know. the stuff I'm least excited about in films. Really? Yeah, like you're not excited about boobies. No, the, you, that's why I went to the galaxy by myself. That's fair. To Venus. I guess I'm a bad um, travel companion. Although villain movies don't really work out, though. No. So I don't know what the uh, what the uh, push here is. They've never really done a villain movie that I could think of. <sighs> Have they not? I wouldn't consider the Venom movie a villain movie. No, and especially not the way they portrayed him. So I guess maybe that's why they've never worked out, because they've never made it past. Really, I think the only movie I can think of where like the character you're riding with in the movie is the bad guy is, is probably Falling Down. Maybe. Where Michael Douglas is the crazy guy who gets unemployed and finds a bag of guns and goes crazy. Mm, that sounds fun. That sounds real fun. It was a good movie, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's brutal. It's, it's tough to watch, you know, because he's just losing it. Um, also, they're not using any of the comic stories <laughs> right. to do it. Like, so, like, what is this even supposed to be about? True, but then it is, like, no comic book movie we've ever seen, so that's kind of exciting. But then, again, why, why is that exciting? No like, com- well, I mean, so I to like me, the comic book movie. Well, I do, too, but <laughs> when you look, we have to also talk for the generic viewer. No. Who maybe comic book movies are becoming pretty similar, so this could be... Something different for them, I don't know. But this movie is giving the Joker an origin story, and if anything we know about the Joker, he works better with no. Origin. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm just pooping on this thing, but I don't know what else. It, well, like, what is the goal? Like, you are pooping on it. It's gonna come man. out and be like the greatest thing ever. It might, and, and it you're might. You're gonna have to eat. No, eat listen. Your words. It's within the ability of Joaquin Phoenix to make amazing movies. True, true. I mean, in 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 that regard, like. The um the girl who was just Domino and Deadpool, I really liked her in that role. She's in this movie. Um, Zaza Beats. Yeah, and and she was really good as Domino. It's like there's an opportunity that this is gonna be a really good movie. It's just I don't understand. Like I don't remember anyone asking for it. I don't know where we're going. Like I don't know how we got to this point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, who was crying long enough? Like they we. Yeah, it goes back to the whole concept of DC has no idea what they're doing. No, and I totally agree. And also, if you're going to make a Joker movie, and you just cast someone else's Joker, why are you not doing like why is Jared Leto not making this movie? Yeah, I mean he was the Joker. We're now we're doing a different Joker from a different time period. Now the one thing I, the one thing I do like about what they said, and I, and, and it's going to be weird because it doesn't I don't think it applies to this movie in particular but I like what they said which was that they're now not going to hold themselves to one universe they're going to kind of just tell whatever stories they want to tell with whatever characters and I like that in the sense that like Constantine with Keanu Reeves was a great movie but it doesn't fit into the DCU no but if today they had never made the first one and today they were like hey let's do a Constantine movie and they made that one 
I would still be happy with that, even though it would be outside the Justice League Snyder right, universe. Right. But this isn't the movie everyone was asked. Like, no, and also, you know, I don't know why DC. You know, we're about to get into a break here, but I don't know why they haven't learned from the Marvel uh, model. Like, yeah, you've got all these properties, you can do these cool movies, but people want to see in the movies, they want to see these characters all involving in one space who eventually end up interacting with one another. Well, that is cool, but right? they don't necessarily, like, they don't have to. Like, if the Joker fails, no, it's, if the Joker fails, it's not because uh, Ben Affleck didn't show up in it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not why it's going to fail. It's gonna fail. No, 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 it's no. gonna fail on the fact that like no one knows why they made this movie and no one knows right, what it's about and they it, haven't showed. None of the trailers have even showed a hint of a story. No, essentially they're just going. We made a movie about Joker. Come see it. Right, and so I think that's it, that's, that's the bigger problem. The problem is again they're not they're not seeing a successful formula and then following it. Right. If they did the same thing that they could do the exact same thing that, that Marvel Marvel's did. doing with their DC characters. If people would go see it because everyone, it's a DC universe. It's going to be different. There's different yeah. things going to happen. Same reason they buy the different comic books from both sides. But when you just start throwing random movies out there, like there's nothing where I was like, ah, oh, man, I really shouldn't go see this. Like, you know, Spider-Man, for instance. I haven't even seen the second Spider-Man. How, just I, I've been so how busy. not? But like I haven't watched or anything else. Like I know it ties into stuff. Like I need to see it. Yeah. Like if I don't ever see this Joker movie or I don't ever see the Shazam movie or any of these movies, it doesn't matter because they don't tie into anything. Like, it doesn't matter to me. But if I'm going to go see Infinity War, I need to go back and see everything else. I need to watch stuff. I need to see how it's one giant story that connects. And I think that's been the success of Marvel is everyone has bought into there's a giant story being laid out in front of us. No, I, 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 agree with that. I agree with that. But I also think if they're making these solo, independent, non-connected movies then they need to convince you to go see them. And they're right. also not doing that. That's no. the problem. No. Because they're not, they're not even of, telling yeah. you what this movie is about. Well, part of it is, too, they're not convincing you because you know it has no bearing on any kind of shared universe. Well, that part, but yes, but like at, the, at that point at least, show me in a trailer what the movie's about. So, flip back as we get on a break here. If this wasn't Joaquin Phoenix, and this was Jared Leto's Joker, and this movie did... The same previews? It, not the same previews, but it did fit in some kind of universe. I guarantee there'd be more buzz in the box office would be bigger than what it's going to be. Just because it fits somewhere into so, like, a larger So people story. who saw Suicide Squad are like, oh, oh now we can see Jared Leto's part of yeah, the story it or fits something. A, it fits into the bigger puzzle. I almost wonder like why they didn't make the Jared Leto Joker movie and fit it alongside the Suicide Squad. Because clearly he was somewhere doing stuff. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump out to break. When we come back, we'll talk about the craziness of Spider-Man. You're listening to Nerdplug Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide, galaxy-wide at... Oh, IRLoneStar.com. Well, no, they're not galaxy-wide. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Yeah. But if you're out there in the galaxy, Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Facebook is galaxy-wide. It is galaxy-wide. That is, that is a well-known made fact. us... Galaxy famous. Okay, I like it. Golden. We are golden. Oh, are we? Yeah. What an opportunity. Yeah. I took it, seized it, done it, got the shirt. 
Yeah? Well, let me tell you guys about our friend's golden opportunity. Life is filled with missed opportunities. Well, those days are gone thanks to Golden Opportunity, a location-based, community-oriented app that shows you events and coupons in your area, as well as available jobs and items for sale. It even has shelters and pantries for those in need or those wanting to make a donation to somewhere local. Golden Opportunity helps bring communities together. If you're tired of missing out on things around you, download Golden Opportunity from the iOS or Android store today. Businesses should contact them via email right away to take advantage of their free offer at a golden opportunity inc at gmail.com. Because in every community is a golden opportunity. That's nice. Very nice. You know, uh, Nico said that uh, I write the best ad copy he's ever heard. Yeah? Yeah. Nico doesn't listen to the radio. I mean, I didn't want to like, point that out when he said it, but, you know, I took it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Corey, you're the best brother I've ever seen in my life. Well, I was the like, only brother you ever had. So. That's right. Nailed it. Nailed it. Listen, if there's first place, I'm in it. Old Nico. Nico DLG. So, um, a lot of crazy stuff's been going on with the Spider-Man. Man, it was such a weird weekend last weekend with the D23 stuff going on because yeah. it was a conf- It's one of the few times I was unable to get confirmation on what was going on at all because e- every website was conflicting itself with like from day to day. So obviously, I believe it was Thursday. It broke that like, oh, Marvel and uh, Marvel and Sony are unable to make a deal. Blah blah blah, and so Spider Man's out. Uh, and then the flip side of that was like Friday night. They're like Marvel and Sony trying to get a deal done by Saturday. Looks promising. And then it was like Disney adamant to get this deal done by Saturday. And then so like Disney has the whole panel where they're to- talking about the movies and stuff. And Tom Holland's there to talk about a different movie. But somehow he winds up on stage at the Marvel event. And so when people noticed that he was back there, people were already saying, like, oh, they're going to announce the deal. And then he gets up there, and basically him and Kevin Feige are like, hey, it's been a great run. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. No matter what happens, we love you. Like, that's not the deal announcement. That's not what we wanted to see. It was an, it was a really fluid and confusing weekend. So what's the what's the bottom line? Have we have we reached a conclusion? Or are we still like up up in the air? I think they're still talking about it secretly. Not secretly. They're just not talk like publicly about it. I think right, they're right. still talking about. It. I think they're trying to figure out a way to make it fit, because it sounded like what. So initially, what killed the deal for for anyone who's not sure or heard weird things or doesn't know what's true or not true. Essentially, what killed it is Disney and Marvel walked into the deal and they said, "Listen." Congratulations on Venom making it $800 million. Great. And good job on that Oscar for Spider-Verse. But we are the ones who basically put you Spider-Man and, and all the characters back on the map for y'all. Absolutely. So we want a 50-50 split on profit from here on out. And Kevin Feige is going to be a controlling producer on all of the Spider all the Spider-Man character movies as well. So the way the deal had been going is that Disney and Marvel have the merchandising rights for Spider-Man, but they were getting 5% of the movie income from the from the film box offices. From the two films. They wanted to step that up from 5 to 95 and 95 to 50-50. And Sony was like, "Well, we're kind of happy where we're at. Like, let's say something truer to that cuz that's a big jump." It is a big jump, 45%. So the deal breaks down. And then allegedly they come back to him and they were willing to let Sony start making Spider-Man and Spider-Man spinoff television in a participation with Disney. And then I think they went from 50-50 to 70-30. And then I think there were some other things in play. And that was like the late Friday night thing. And that's kind of a close compromise. I think so too. I mean, who does it benefit more... um in this situation. So you've got Sony, right, who messed up Spider-Man. Just awful. Tremendously. Awful. Uh, and then Disney comes in with their model and brings Spider-Man back. Crushes it. Both, you know, the first movie I saw, amazing. I haven't seen the second one, but by all. The by second all, one is even better, even better than the first. Um, but that's all because that's Disney making the movie. Right. right? And honestly, and Sony was fitting the bill. But they made this movie remarkably affordable. I think Far From Home, I think allegedly only cost them like 100 and some change, like 110, 120 to make. And so if you're Sony and you're sitting there like, okay, I've, I've just reaped the benefits, got 95% of the profit of this movie without doing anything but just handing them some money. And on the flip side, I've done a Venom movie and a Spider-Verse movie that have been 
pretty successful by our standards. Not Disney successful. Right. But successful. Like, to me, Sony should be like, you know what? I like this. Let's figure out how we can do more of this because now I'm not even having to really do anything and I'm going to make money. 50-50 maybe a little stretch. Uh, yeah, sixty forty. If you get to seven, if you get to seventy thirty, and you get to just write checks and keep seventy percent of the profit, even sixty forty, right? right? Because here's the deal: if you go zero and now Disney steps out all the way, yeah, one hundred percent, you're gonna fail. Well, so here's the loophole that I think is why Sony really needs to come back and make a deal and figure it out. First of all, they got killed in social media. Everybody was mad at Sony. Nobody was mad at well, Disney. yeah, they're going to be mad at Sony. That's the thing. Like right. you've got to think about that, Sony. Yeah. No one's going to take your side. No, they're not. But also, it was announced during the D23 a what-if animated series on the Disney+. Plus. Right. And in it, they said there's two Spider-Man-centric episodes. So people, and Tom Holland has already signed on to voice them. So people were saying, well, wait a minute. Does that mean that they're still working on the rights and this is something they figured out? Or is this, was this like an add-on to his contract or blah, 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 blah? Well, no. Here's the workaround. Sony only owns the movie rights, so the television rights still belong to Disney. That's why Disney on Disney XDs had the Spider-Man cartoons. Correct. they own that part of it. So when they decided to make a television animated show, they can pay Tom Holland to bring him in and do it. Right. So suddenly, Sony's leverage is a lot weaker. Right. Because, okay, fine, we'll just keep putting Tom Holland in, in, in TV movies, in TV shows. If I'm Sony and they come to me with this deal and I say, you know, I don't like 50-50. Right. Like, right. I, I was like, how about 60-40? You get 40, I'll get 60. Would you still want Kevin Feige, like, producing all these? Like, Yes. Okay, all right. What has he done for the last 10 years of Marvel? Crushed it. Crushed it. Just Why absolute... wouldn't you want him to now come crush for you? Like, no, hey, create a whole Spider-Man universe, Kevin. Come he, do it. But you know how it is. Like, and when there's that much money involved, there's always somebody who thinks like they They just, think they know better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Disney thought that. and I mean, not Disney. DC thought that. And they've and struck they, out a hundred sure times. Yeah, they really have. Um, so even, even more than that, though, do you think it's... Do you, so, okay. I guess this really only kind of reemphasizes exactly what you're saying. When Disney sat down and made their contract with Tom Holland and Sony mm-hmm. for the Spider-Man stuff, it was three group movies, Disney Marvel Universe movies, and three solo films. However, the option for the sixth film would only kick in the third solo movie if Far From Home, the second Spidey solo movie, clears a billion. And it did. And it did. But when you're signing that contract if you're Sony, in your head you're like, okay, well, there's no way that's going to happen. Like, that just sounds ridiculous, right? Like, if... If the second Spider-Man movie we make makes a billion dollars. Now, keep in mind when you're signing this, you're at Captain America's Civil War. You haven't even done Infinity War. You haven't done Endgame. Yeah, yeah, true. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're Sony on the back end, the billion dollars happens, so the option for the third movie kicks in and they can technically do it. Now, the deal is now off. Like, nobody, they don't want to work with each other because of everything that's happening. But at that point, why wouldn't you? You They just made a billion dollars and you got... How much of that? 95%. 95% of that. Why wouldn't you say, go do it again for me? Yeah, I just... Right? Yeah, because no matter how much you spent, like, even if you spent $200 million, It doesn't make sense it, in any... It doesn't. When you even take out the movie, if, if, Corey, if I come to you and I say, look, I want you... Here's a character that I've created. Okay. Right? Right. I want you, because you've been successful with all your comic books, I want you to write me a comic book. And it's successful, blah, 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 whatever, okay? Yeah. And then this thing, okay, well, if it does over 500 copies by the second one, then we'll do a third one. If you made me 500 copies and I made all this money, why would I not want you to do it again? <laughs> right. Here's more money. Can you make me if more I money? If I said, Corey, here's, my su- here's all my successful lawn equipment. Yeah. I want you to go mow yards for me. Right. And you come back and you say, hey, I've done 200 for you. You want me to do 200 more? Yes. Yes, I would like that. I would like love that. for you yeah. to. It's no, called business. It is called business, and that's part of the thing that's sort of confusing about it. I don't know, man. I just what ends up happening is is you know what it becomes? It becomes a pissing contest. It does. No, it definitely does. Oh, I'm sorry. I own this. Well, here's you know, we, we've been watching you. Now we're gonna do it. Oh, right. Okay. Go for it. Right. Have fun. Best of luck. You know what they say about baking? Same ingredients. Two different people do it. Two different tastes. Is that? Do they? Do they really talk about that? Yeah. 
You never heard that saying before? I'm not really welcome in kitchens. No, you're not. See, they could give me the same ingredients to make a cake and you the same ingredients to make the cake. <sighs> I guess what? Uh, yeah. One's going to turn out better than the other. One's going to turn out like a cake and one's going to turn out like a mess. Right. That's for sure. There, here's this. Let's that. Let's jump out to break. We come back. We'll wrap up this edition of Nerd Thug on Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, the best radio show in the galaxy. I'm comfortable with that. Where all we do is go on adventures. Oh, like the adventure begins, comics, games, and more on 1488. I like it. Segway. Uh, Let me tell you about our friends, the adventure begins, comics, games, and more. They're hanging out on 1488. They're awesome. It's a clean, well-lit, family-friendly environment. Everybody should be getting out there. If you're into the nerd stuff, so are they. So go hang out with them. Go check them out. Um, this Saturday, August 31st, from 2 to 6 p.m., they got a Pokemon meet and play going on. So come on, hang out with uh, meet other Pokemon trainers and just have a good time. Uh, also, Sunday, September 1st, is D&D Adventurers League from 4 to 8 p.m. It's uh, the semi-monthly, once-every-two-week session. This is for the adults. This is not the Kitty League one. It's only $5 to play. Just make a purchase of at least $5 while you're in-store. And you get to play for free. Uh, this is the the official Dungeons and Dragons leagues. So this is where you get to play and get like the official Wizards of the Coast stuff. Uh, it's really worth checking out. Also, uh, just so you know, if, uh, they do the what are the parents night out? Parents night out on Fridays, Fridays and Saturdays. And Saturday. Uh, what is it? Twenty five or twenty? Twenty five. Twenty five. Uh, your kiddos have done it and they really liked it. They do. Uh, it's a really great thing. You, you drop the kid off, you go on the date, you come back, you pick the kid up, everyone's happy and alive. You do have to come back and pick the kid up. <laughs> That's part of the rules. You do have to come back and you get do it. Have, just, just so we're clear, you can't pay $25 and just like leave the kid as the deposit. Like, it doesn't work that way. Um, also, September 21st, it's coming. It's coming fast. Batman. Batman. It uh, is Batman. Batman Day. It's going to be fun. It is. They're going to have a Batman. They're going to have a Joker. There's going to be a 1960s replica of the Batmobile there from 2 to 6 p.m. Uh, they're also running a special 15% off on all Bat merchandise that day. Bat merchandise. And they encourage the cosplay. cosplay. People who show up in costume are getting entered to win a contest. The drawing will be held at 9 p.m. that night, and you do not have to be present to love win. It. Love it. Because the adventure begins is awesome. These guys are really great. We love Bill. We love everybody over there. They're all really great people. You need to talk I to them. I love them, but I like them. Uh, I love Bill. I bet you do. I do love Bill. He's uh, a nice guy. He's, he's a good guy. He's a nice, jolly good fellow. Also, on the shelves, the only place you can get them in town is uh, copies of my comic book. What's that called? Saying. Another Day at the Spider-Man? Office. Another Day at the Office. Another Day at the Office. It's like Spider-Man, but better if... It's like Spider-Man you... if he was a guy who didn't have any powers and didn't wear a suit. Right. And smoked cigarettes. Right. And was a cop who uh, lived in a city full of superheroes. Yeah. It's almost exactly like Spider-Man. Yeah. It pretty much is. It's it's like two rivers running right next to each other. It's like two ingredients with two different cakes. I like I don't think I I don't think it would even be a cake. Like I don't know what would happen. Cupcake. No, I like you. I don't know what I would make if I had the same ingredients as you. Pudding? It would just I really just think it would be a mess. <laughs> like I would it would take an hour to clean up whatever happened to like with me in the kitchen. Like I don't think it would even be a cake. Probably not. No, I don't think so. Absolutely. So, uh, you wanted to talk a little bit of wrestling here? Uh, I mean... I haven't really been watching it. Uh, I, don't know, stuff. I don't know what to say to you right now. 
Uh, I've been on this like fixation. Besides, I was telling you in the in the break, I've uh, been like binge watching the Orville. True. Plus, True. I watch the Office every night, two to three episodes every night before bed. I don't like watching yeah, the Office. It makes me sleep so nice. Like it's is such it a that, good. Is it because it's that no, boring? No, it's just so fun and relaxing that I go to sleep so happy. Uh, but then I've also been binge watching like the old ECW pay per views. Okay. Um, and so like that's kind of taking me away from the wrestling. All right, that's fair. But uh, I've been reading about it. I did go to the Super Show not too long ago. You did. You did. Uh, but you we, said it's been getting good. You want to talk about it a little bit? Some crazy stuff Yeah, going I mean, on? it's been going interesting, but then SmackDown kind of... So they so they brought back the King of the Ring. Yeah. yeah. And they have done a great job of really hyping it and selling yep, it. Yep, 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 And the King of the Ring was always... I mean, it was always part of the... It's, it, it's For as long as I can remember, it was always part of the WWE. Yeah. I mean, it's not been there forever, obviously, but it's... Started in 93. Three, I think, maybe ninety two, ran you know consecutive years till about ninety seven, ninety eight, and then took a break, and then it's been sporadic since. Yeah, then. it's been yeah. I think this is the first time in a while. I think I said three years. Oh, tired there, huh? Yeah, it's yeah. what made Stone Cold Steve Austin. It is. That's you know what? Uh, it's something I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. When we tried to do our Hero Clicks wrestling show, I sent everybody that promo of Austin three sixteen. Yep. Um, that's where the three Austin three sixteen comes John from. John three sixteen, Austin three sixteen. Just just your it's, I mean, <sighs> Michael P Hayes on the interview. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's a great. It's they just have done a great job of reselling it and being like, here are some of the people who've won it. Like it's it's yeah, important. Yeah. If they've been pumping it on the network, have uh, they? When you so they they ref, I don't know. You haven't been on the no, network a while. No. They they refaced the entire network. Okay. Um whole different uh, operating interface. And so since King of the Ring has been going on, like when you load up, it's like King of the Ring in your face. And it's like, here's all the King of the Rings. You can watch them all. The same, I mean, they did the same smart. thing. When SummerSlam was out, they did the same thing with that. It's like, oh, here's all the old SummerSlams. Um, so, they, yeah, they've been they've been pumping it. They've been pushing it. They, you know, they got some guys in it, and they didn't really use some of the bigger name people, which I think is what the whole idea of it kind of is. Yeah, I think it's giving some of those other people an opportunity. It gives the mid-card guys an exactly. opportunity to, to elevate. And I think this is probably, it's been one of my complaints for a little bit. Like, when you see certain guys get matches, like, they've booked No Way Jose so many times in matches, and I'm like, there are other guys in the back. Like, Come on, please. Anybody? Anybody? Man, except he this? got roasted on Twitter the other day. Did he? Uh, I want to say it was last week. Yeah, it was after the Super Show, so it's been a couple weeks ago. And, uh, he came on Twitter, like, Shinsuke tweeted something, and Jose, no way, Jose, like, retweeted, and he's like, I'll, 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 where's my title shot? Like, he wants a title shot, and everybody was like, how about you win a match first? Like, yeah. I, like, like, who are you? Like, uh, um, you still wrestle? Like, on the wrestling report that I write for Sports Map Houston, shameless plug, um, I, I mentioned the other, like, last week he was in a squash match again, and I was like, no way, Jose is is permanently not an important fixture in the world of wrestling because no. he's only in squash like that's it. He's the I think the longest match I've ever seen him in was like four minutes. But I, they book him in all these. They yeah, keep doing good, it. I get a good feeling he's probably gonna get pushed down to NXT two hour show. Oh, for sure, for sure. But even there, it's not like he's gonna be NXT champ. No, do you, is he like never he, was is. Are they just mad at him? Like, do they just not no. like him? No, it's not that. I mean, he's a gimmick wrestler. Like, you know, what worked for him in NXT, which I wasn't even a big fan of, was that whole conga dancing thing. And that didn't, and I mean. So then he comes to the WWE, and so they use it. He is a character that is used for audience entertainment. When you do these house shows and these super shows, or even the live shows, there's stuff that goes on in the breaks that we don't see. True, true, and so true. here's a guy that they're paying, and he's, he can wrestle, they can do some stuff, and he can just be that like that bridge he could be the guy that like the people paid money to see fights yeah instead of booking two good wrestlers yeah they can book that guy and no way we'll just send jose no way jose because the kids and like the idiot fans they see him and they want to dance and it's all it's fun and games and and some of the smaller shows he'll get people out of the crowd and they'll dance with him uh same thing they do with uh mella and r-truth they do the, the dance break um it's an audience interaction thing but at the same time, he's got they can do that. Okay, we'll just sit him out there and get him squashed by Braun Strowman this week, <laughs> or have Baron Corbin kick him in the face and be done with it. Like I, yeah, I guess, I guess. Big news out of uh, AEW though. Yeah, the show's coming up here. Yeah, I think it's this weekend. August. Yeah, it is. It's August thirty first. Uh, John Moxley. Yeah, man, uh, this has to pull out with some staff infection type stuff. 
This is the second time he's had a super serious staph infection. And your boy Pac done jumped in. It's funny you were asking me about him, and then yeah. I saw that. And I was like, oh, hey, look, they figured yeah. something out. Uh, you know, the thing about Pac, and you and I talked about this, and I, I made a tweet. I feel like it's an important comment to make about it, is that so he pulled out of the first event because creative essentially differences. creative differences, yep. he, which means he couldn't agree on the ending. True. He either didn't want to put the other guy over or he didn't think what they were talking about made sense to him. So he was like, I'm out. Sure. Um, for all elite wrestling to be a competitive wrestling company, how they handle those disputes is going to be what determines if they will be successful or not. Yes, because the big appeal for the wrestlers, not for you and I, but the big appeal internally is that they are about wrestlers, for wrestlers, yeah. run by wrestlers. So when Pac and them reopen talks, how did they handle that? Right. You know, and, and if, if they come back to them and essentially it's, we will pay you more money, then this company's going to fail. Yeah. If they had to buy their way out of it, then it, they're going to fail. And it might not have even been that. I mean, because the match that is happening is Kenny Omega. It was Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. Had no real implications, I don't think, on anything. It was just, here's John Moxley, here's Kenny Omega. Here's it was going to be a cool thing. Here's two big stars in the industry. Let's yeah. go at it. Um, Pac, a.k.a. Neville, uh, is also big on the indie scene. True, so true. Like, hey, Moxley's out. You want to come wrestle? We'll pay you this much. They still get the big hype. There may not Fair. even be any future. Might, yeah, no. Hey, that, we can pay you this much. You want to? You're an indie guy. We can pay you this much. You want to come in and wrestle Omega and have a tear their house down and make a bigger name for yourself? We'll pay you this much to do it. Come on. No, that and that's true. It. But that's that's going to be telling because right the the pull they they can pull from of wrestlers is smaller than the WWE. True. So true. You know, depending on how they handle Pac is going to depend on what happens next for the next guy and the next guy and the next, next guy. guy, the next guy, the next guy. But yeah, it's true. And and this, like I said, this match has real, real, no real bearing on the future of where AEW goes, where his match with Hangman Page did. Yeah. For all intents purposes, Hangman Page is going to win that match, and right. Even if you didn't want a job to him or whatever, it's fine. Hey, you're independent. You can do what you want. You don't like it? Go. That's that's and that's that's the good and the bad. bad thing about what they got going on right. here. And in this instance, I really just think it's like, hey, he's out. We need someone. You're a big name. You can come make a bigger name for yourself. You want to do it? That's how much you make. Oh, okay. It's like an indie booking for him. Yeah, for sure. That's true. But what it also means is like they, they to me, from the outside, looks like however it was handled with Paige in the beginning wasn't enough bad blood where he's never. Exactly. With him again. You're right. And that's important, too. And that is super important. You know what else is super important? No, before we do this, I want to say this. Oh, God. I want to say this. Go. They've been doing this dumb Roman Reigns storyline. Like, they dropped a scaffold oh, yeah. on him. They hit him with a car. Yeah, I like it. And then they were trying to figure out who did it. it was uh, like, <laughs> and now it's, it's it was, they now, it is Rowan that, that did it. That was what they revealed on SmackDown. Daniel Bryan gets mad at Rowan for lying about it. Doesn't make any sense. Just, that doesn't make any sense. First of all, that split. Like, Daniel Bryan's been a jerk. This has been his guy. Like, who cares? So they're split completely now? Or I think it, so. And or they, is this a big work, too? Uh, no, it seems like it is. This is the, the next step for Rowan. Is he's going to become Eric Rowan because they actually renamed him, I guess, on the website or something. And then the other part of it was Daniel Bryan was like, will Roman Reigns apologize? And it's like, well, considering he once speared The Undertaker, I don't think he's scared of Daniel Bryan or yeah. Roman Reigns or Eric By Rowan. Means. Yeah, like what is it? What is, no, he's not going to apologize. It didn't make none of it. Made, none of it no. has made sense from the beginning. It was. Uh, it made sense in the beginning. Okay, here's a cool way to get ro- uh, a storyline in with Roman Reigns. Like, ooh, and it was. I was like, everywhere I was like, oh, are they gonna, they gonna have it? Is it gonna be this? Is it gonna be this? But now knowing the big payoff was this, and then them splitting because of it. Stupid. Super stupid. Bad writing. All right, do All it. Right, that's gonna take care of this episode of Nerd Thug Radio. Nico, what number is this? Oh, wait, oh. you're not here. Oh, it's a million. It's number but a million. For the Captain Joey Savage and Corey DLG. Same Nerd Thug time. Same Nerd Thug channel.